My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And speaking of moms, that's the topic of our episode today because it's Mother's Day! Yay! Yay! And I may not have listened to my mom about talking to strangers, but I didn't listen to her about much of anything, so she's probably <laughs> used to it. <laughs> I think we all did that, though. Yeah. <laughs> all go through that phase. Yeah. Uh, so today we want to talk about, you know, moms. We want to talk about, like, our moms. and But we want to talk about drama moms of the good and evil variety. Because, you know, <laughs> there's, there's something almost delightfully enjoyable sometimes about a campy, over-the-top evil mother on a drama. Uh... And then, uh, you know, maybe we want to talk about dramas that we think our moms might like. So if you have a mom out there who you're trying to convince to watch a gay drama, uh, we might have some recommendations for different types of moms who might like different types of dramas. So stay tuned for that uh, later in the episode. I can say... I am not a lot like my mother in I took after my dad uh, quite a bit, but uh, yeah, so there's there's always that thing where it's like, you're turning into your mother, you know, that always comes up like as though it's an insult, because my mom, I can admit, pretty cool lady, uh, but are, are we turning into our mothers? What do we, what do we think? Mm, in a lot of ways. I think not always, but yeah, there's definitely, there's are times when I'm like parenting my own children and thinking, oh, that's why she was like that. Or, you know, oh. it's, it's understandable. There are times now I'm like, yes, like, is yes. This, is this that moment of revenge that she always said would happen? <laughs> like, wait till you have your own children. <laughs> Yeah, so there's, there are definitely, definitely things that I do differently, but yeah, there's definitely some things, I definitely look like her, so there's, you know, that too, but. I, okay, so when I was younger, I distinctly remember that me and all my sisters would um, sort of like roast my mom's fashion uh, <laughs> constantly, and we were like, I can't believe you're leaving the house in that like ugly jumpsuit and like cardigan like mom the like so on like oh fanny pack mom oh boy i like looked at myself in the mirror and i was like oh no <laughs> like she was right these sweatpants and oversized sweaters are comfortable <laughs> a fanny pack is very convenient for holding all of your things hands free <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. How about, like, yeah. How about, how about you, Jesse? Um, not really. I No. I mean, we look the same, and we definitely, like, when I was, like, younger, we, like, in pictures of her when she was younger, we look the same, but we don't really have the same personality and do the same mm -hmm. things. Like, I guess I would be closer to my dad, but not even that in regards yeah. either. Like, my dad is also not a talker, and that's pretty mm -hmm. much it. So, mm -hmm. like, for the most part, I'm not like my mom in a lot of things. 
Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's just like we just share different likes and yeah. new stuff. I've always looked like my mom a fair bit, though I will share this small story. Uh, when my parents went to get their engagement portrait done or whatever once upon a time, they asked if they're brother and sister. Oh, no. <laughs> Which th- oh, maybe they hadn't been told it's an engagement thing. Hopefully, let's let's hope that part. But realistically, my mom was a redhead and my dad was a strawberry blonde whenever he had hair. So, like you know, since that's a s- smaller population of people, I guess I can kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but appearance aside. I'm, I'm a lot like my dad in a lot of ways. I get my temper from my mom, but I get my control of my temper from my dad. I actually control my temper. Um, yeah. <laughs> got a little spicy right there. My mom also has a bit of a temper, so I, uh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and then what's kind of comical as far as I've joked about this from, from the moment of meeting my husband, um, I didn't know this, I don't think, when we got married, but my husband is a lot like my mom. They have very strange mannerisms that they should not share, like just tics and mannerisms and things that don't come from them being in the same space because they haven't been in the same space that much. These are things that they both have always done. And then also just preferences they share a lot of these preferences and tendencies and all these things so the joke is always that i i like married my mom by accident like all the all the frustrating odd things i didn't know that i was going to be still living with them later (laughs) (laughs) and so i always say like they'll do something and i'll say to whichever one i'm like oh yeah that's from your continent you guys do that i forgot like if you both do that don't know why but what really it it blows my mind that even like physical mannerisms like as far as moving hands or gestures or things like that I think it's really interesting that they share those things you know it's not like he was raised around her it would make sense if it was his parents but not it's weird that it's mine so I find that very funny but I mean there are there are aspects of my mom that I am similar in but when my mom was younger she was more of a calm person so they're Mm. I felt like I was more similar to her when I was growing up, but she's less of a calm person now, and my dad's more of the calm person, so mm-hmm. I just default to always thinking I'm more similar to him now. But yeah, my mom used to be really high strung, and now she's so chill. Like she's just like, um, you know, I think she's like, well, whatever. Like I, think, <laughs> I, I, I distinctly remember the moment where my mom went from being like strict mom to oh no I've become a fun mom like when she realized that like she didn't have to really parent us anymore and it was when uh, my sister Shanta and I were home for Christmas and we were watching uh Seth Rogen Pineapple Express and mom was watching it with us and she started laughing and it was that something like just you know juvenile pot humor and she was laughing and she goes oh no Am I a bad mother? Yeah. <laughs> we all just lost it. We were like, ah, "Welcome to the gutter with us, mom." <laughs> nah, she's become a lot more chill. She's, I think, like, so my aunt is like really uh, 
high achieving you know what mm. i mean and like mm. she has one daughter who you know is super high achieving as well and you know is a professor and has like two phds and all this so i think like when we were growing up mom was always sort of like not consciously being like oh god what if my kids aren't as like good as her kids but now that she's like given up on that dream um i think she's a lot more chill where she's like if my kids are happy who cares (laughs) do you think it could have been just because of how many like siblings you had and so it's like more of a necessity thing to like literally keep that many kids alive (laughs) you know yeah it's like since since not like, crazy. Th- since my mom was my dad's second wife, like by the time she came around, his first seven kids, like the youngest, Pete, would have been nineteen. Okay, he met my mom, so like she wasn't. She was never really like their mom, mom. You know, like they'll mm-hmm. jokingly be like, "Hey, mom," like, but like she's the same age as most of them. You know what I mean? So, so it was more like she only had to keep four of us alive, which then she was like, here, Terry, Terry's my dad. She's like, you keep them alive and I'll work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was, he was fine. He was fine at that. My mom still doesn't know how to cook or anything. Like, every, every time I go stay at my mom's like, my mom, like she can cook a few things, right? Like she has like 10 things she knows how to make okay hey that's that's pretty good like Like, that's pretty good but like growing (laughs) up she was like we lived in the country and like it was a really close-knit like farming community so all like the other women were like really you know like homemakers and stuff so Mm -hmm. it became a bit of a joke that like comparatively my mom could burn a pot of water that she was trying to boil to make tea like that was the like the joke in the community my dad was the cook but it's always you are like your mom no, I only burned one thing. I'm actually a I know, very potatoes. Yeah, potatoes. Or potatoes. I know. <laughs> I like potatoes. <laughs> All the time. I just can't. I'm teasing. <laughs> you, you cooked that tteokbokki for us and it was delicious, so. Okay, like, I don't, I'm a pretty good cook, but I'll, I'll go home and stay at my mom's and I'll just be, like, making something. I'll make, like, a lentil soup or something. And she'll be like, oh, my God. Like, you eat like this every day? I'm like, Mom, it took me, like, five minutes. You could eat like this every day. Mom. Mom. <laughs> You don't just have to make sandwiches every day. You can, you can make lentil soup. It's not hard. <laughs> no, my mom's funny. I, I did get one thing from my mother, and that was her radical communist politics. So my mom <laughs> lived in a commune in the 60s. So wow. we, uh, we went on in wildly different ways, though, because she became like a radical Christian communist. And I became like a radical atheist communist in our, you know, but you know, there's, there's some bridging there. There's, there's, <laughs> all, there's yeah. common ground to be found there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love my mom. As frustrating uh, as she can be. <laughs> one, one really fun thing, funny thing that my mom does. Uh, I wish I could remember the exact name of it. There is an actual name for this happening. It's pretty much in a word when you transpose the front half to the back half, like you like flip it. Futurisms or there, there's even a specific. I think it might be a Shel Solarstein book. It's called Runny Babbit. Like that's an example of like instead of Bunny mm. Rabbit, Runny mm-hmm. Babbit. Yeah, that I, I think it's a 
it's commonly called spoonerisms because there was like some famous guy with the last name Spooner who did, did it all the time. <laughs> so like throughout my life, whenever she gets tired or isn't, you know, just sometimes randomly just when she's talking, she, it, it's it's not like a condition or anything really. It's just that she'll sometimes not just mess up her words. We all mess up our words, but she she'll flip her words and then she won't know that she had flipped them. Mm-hmm. Or she won't be able to then remember, like, because she'll immediately be like, what did I say? Because she thinks she said it right. But we're, like, laughing at whatever, you know, whatever the flip-flopped thing was. Yeah. So then it becomes a joke for the next, you know, week. Or then we'll bring it up, like, a couple <laughs> months later or whatever. And my, my parents have very different communication styles because my dad is definitely a man of few words and my mom is not. And I think that's essentially why eventually in college for the first two years I didn't have a major because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and then eventually I was like communication because I need to be the one to help them talk together because (laughs) they you gotta bridge that gap you gotta bridge that gap right there they often weren't on the same highway really so I and (laughs) they were running on parallel roads never to meet (laughs) and I would I would usually be the one to piece together like you're meaning this you're meaning this you're both meaning almost the same thing just not quite saying it to where you're getting it and then of course then I you know left the house and so then they've been having to struggle all on their own too (laughs) no that that kind of that kind of happened so my sister Krista who's the closest to me in age had gone to live with my aunt for high school so I had been like alone as the only child left in the house for many years and so when I finally left for college probably about a month after I moved out, I was talking to my mom on the phone and she's like, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. She's like, your father always wants to talk to me. <laughs> he used to talk to you. <laughs> like, like, like driving me crazy. So, so like, we chat, we chat, we love our moms, you know, chat about our moms. Uh, but now we get to chat about some other types of moms. That's right. We're talking okay drama moms, both good and evil. See, we brought it. We brought it back. We brought it back to the you know, the, the theme of our whole podcast. Uh, so you know, I think you know a lot of the times there's always the dead mom as the absent character, but I think we're gonna stick to alive mothers perhaps this time. Sure. In the K dramas, maybe or dead. You know what? Why limit ourselves? Yeah. I mean, we could limit ourselves as they have to have actually been on the show. Yes. Not just I mean, the thought. The, the I, thought I, of a dead mother. When we're talking dead moms, you guys all talked up Sell Your Haunted House so much. I started that one. And I kind of loved the dead mom. Like, she's great. Like, just her passive aggressive, like, you already own 16 pairs of those shoes, so I'm going to throw them all out of the closet and show you. Like, I. I appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it amuses me. So what are like, what are some people's favorite K-drama moms? I can kick us off with one. Sure, please do. Sure. Um, I really liked the mom in her private life a mm. lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't go into a lot of specifics with that, but played by one of the Ajumas that everyone loves. Yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. Ajuma from Healer. She's in literally everything she's great mm-hmm. she's great she feels like a real mom too mm-hmm. like the, the way she mothers throughout the series and stuff is very warm 
didn't feel fake it felt she felt very much like a real character and a real person um the dad in that series there's no big problems with him but he's very very silent type so uh, and he felt kind of a little more like a character but she really mm-hmm. didn't as much but she definitely did a lot of the hovering like you know mm-hmm. worried that someone needed food so gonna go knock on their door in some inopportune time when they don't need to be there and of course shenanigans ensue but I felt like her character was always very grounded and like yeah I felt like someone was probably writing their mom like that's what it felt like mm-hmm. they were kind of what- doing what I also really liked about her character and that show in general is it also presented like two very different mothers where like, you know, it was the main woman's mother and then it had her, the, the guy who lived, who grew up with her's mother, mm-hmm. who basically wanted to be a career woman. And like, this woman was a stay at home mother and they met in the hospital. And then she said, well, I'll raise your kid while you go and be a career woman. Like, and we can just be best friends and that I felt that was really nice like there's just something nice about that where it was like two women helping each other you know to achieve what they want in life yeah her character felt very open and stuff I really Mm -hmm. I I appreciated that because she felt like a real mom yeah whereas I don't know she there were comedic plot points to her but it wasn't the chasing after her kids with the piece of kimchi gonna slap them type yeah. comedy yeah. that you quite often get with a mom so and they, they could have very easily made her a caricature like especially with how she was like against like the fandom stuff and mm-hmm. it's like but they didn't they didn't go that far mm-hmm. right it was because then she was just like mom you're like a fangirl too of knitting yeah they'd pretty much have that conversation like you know, you shouldn't be fangirling about these idols or whatever. And yeah, it's like, mom, have you looked around the house? Literally everything is knitted. Like, that's what you do. This is what I do. But then that- she obviously hides it from her mom and stuff too later on. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes She's mom's just done. going to know everything. I'm yeah. watching 20th Century Boy and Girl. We're watching it right now. And she's one of the moms in that as well and same thing like she's a very real mom like she's just normal i wonder how many mom roles she has under her belt probably Probably a lot lot. (laughs) well i was just looking through her stuff and i was like oh and she had a guest role in like it's okay to not be okay as somebody's mom like yeah but 20th century boy and girl has a lot of like she's the main mom that you see but there's like four sort of main characters and you see all of their moms at some point and they're all good the one mom's a little fat shamey which is annoying but she's mm-hmm. also a really good like she's very friendly with her I think it it comes more from a place of like she's trying to be the friendly like mm. the friendly mom so like she's like trying to help kind of thing and you're like Ugh, just let it go but she also buys her snacks and is like, I love Spoiler you. Spoiler alert, it never helps. Happy. Ever. So. No, it never, ever. never once. Never ever. once has it ever helped. Mm-mm. No. Nope. nope. So she, but the, um, but the mom that I, like the main mom is really great. And then they also, you don't see her as much, but the, the one mom who moves away and like gets remarried and stuff, you don't see a lot about her, but obviously she's a really great mom because she has this like blended family where 
everybody like totally loves each other. They totally support each other. They call the dead parents like mom and dad for each other and stuff too. So like the, the one guy's mom is dead and the one guy's dad is dead, but they call each other's dead parent. Like, you know, it's mom's funeral or mom's Memorial day and stuff. Like they don't, they just are all sort of raised in this house that has four parents. They're just not all there. And it, it's really slick. The, all the parents, I, I just really enjoy all the moms in it. <laughs> I was quite uh... liking my rewatch right now. I was recently rewatching Marriage Not Dating because I needed to watch something that I knew would make me laugh without having to think too much about it. And um, the the mom who plays like the, the male lead's mother, you get a bit of a bait and switch with her. And I really love her character because at first you think that you're going to be getting, you know, the evil rich mother who refuses to let her son marry this poor wench from... but like that's not what you get and like you you actually like find out about why her choices are the way they are and why you know she does things a certain way and and they really made her a human character by the end of it which i always really appreciate because you know who likes a one note a one note character right where you're like, yeah, she's gonna throw the the envelope full of cash, and that's gonna be that perfect. Like the evil, but it's like, no, that's not that's not what's happening here mm-hmm. at all. And also, that show's like really cute if you're looking for something just so implausible of a rom com. <laughs> like it's it so is. implausible, but like for some reason, I don't know what it is about that show. That every time, I've seen it, like, I, I will admit, I have watched it about four times um, <laughs> in its entirety. Wow. Because there's something about it that just, like, gets me, and I don't know what it is. It's such a messy show. Like, there's every single cute. character. Every single character is such a mess in that show. Like, every single yes. one is a hot mess. But you're like, I'm here for this, because everyone is so flawed like there's never a character that you're like ah yes what a like that character has you know like the the pollyanna character no 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 everyone is just like well i've been traumatized by something and it has made me make poor life decisions hey welcome to marriage not dating (laughs) but it's a fun watch it's uh so for me come and hug me will always Mm. be the best mom uh, she's actually the stepmom. Uh, she is the mom of the youngest sister. Uh, and then she's stepmom to the two brothers. And mm-hmm. her her development, it's not even like really much of a de- development in the show, but just what she's faced with, because uh, she is married to the serial killer dad and she finds out that he's a serial mm-hmm. killer throughout this. And the way that she cares for the two sons who are literally not her sons mm-hmm. at all and becomes the parent that they don't have because they don't have their mother their mother has passed and the way that she cares for them and also cares for the main female lead character like as a mother because again her mother has passed too that's like the main storyline of the show <laughs> um it's she's just it's such a beautiful 
character and she's so mm-hmm. brave and like she just is so caring in like the best way that you could ever be for mm-hmm. especially with like knowing that like literally the only person in this like scenario that's hers is the the youngest daughter and there's a lot of stuff that happens that I'm not going to talk about because it's a spoiler um but like with all of that happening and the knowledge of like how these kids were but like understanding their background and like taking that into account it's just she's the best like I there literally is not a single other mom that I can like compare to as who is better than this mom ever I don't I really don't think I'll ever watch a a k-drama that has a better mom um she's just it's just great and I I loved her throughout the entire thing how often does she show up in the series is she like in every episode oh yeah pretty much every if not every episode she's a one of the major roles okay I think when I was thinking about moms that stand out to me in dramas a lot of them are the moms that are not necessarily birth moms or they are but they're also the mom to the neighborhood kids or the you know they're that mom and I think yeah because you get to see that sense of it's not just like a selfish I'm only worried about my own kid kind of momming it's it's that like I want all children to have good things and to be taken care of and and I love that another mom that I always think about, and it is one of my top dramas as well, so, uh, is the main character that Yui plays in Marriage Contract. Um, very sad show. Do not recommend if you need to cheer up. But um, just the length, like, so she's a single mother because she's a widow, and she just does everything to, like, make her child feel like nothing, like, that their life, don't worry, our life isn't falling apart. Like, you're gonna have a good childhood, even though everything is actually going real wrong, real quickly. Um, and just like, you know, I just, there's something to be said about, like, the lengths that a mother will go for their child that just, like, it's just so, it's, it's so wholesome, you know what I mean? Mm. And it's just, it's, it's such a nice, like, bond, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> Also, that show is just so good, guys. So good. So sad. So good. Oh, oh the heart. The heart. <laughs> One show that I don't know if I ad- adored the entire show itself, but I think the main part of the show that I really enjoyed was the mother-daughter relationship. So, And it was the sacrifices that were made by the mom. The show is to all the guys who loved me. Um, kind of a messy show overall. But, and even the story behind the sacrifices that she chose to make for her daughter, she, she chose to be a single mom without, without telling the dad that he was a dad type choice. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's not a spoiler whatsoever. It's more, they, they slowly reveal this to the daughter throughout the series, but it's mm-hmm. a very slow reveal kind of hard to watch you can tell that in the end the daughter gets very she probably got pretty traumatized by figuring out these things that the dad didn't even have a choice to be involved yet she thought she was abandoned by the dad type thing so she carried all this stuff for a long time um 
but on the same token, the mom character does go through great lengths to explain why she made those choices. And I wouldn't say that I necessarily agree with those choices, but as a character and scene, again, felt like very real things that a real person would choose. And I think I really enjoy that in a show sometimes when it might not be the choice that I would have made, mm-hmm. you know, or I might even think it's the quote unquote wrong choice. Maybe not like a moral ethical thing, but more like definitely not something I would do. But though again, messy show, but those moments of whenever they're teasing out those very difficult discussions and the daughter, how old is the daughter? Junior high school, like old enough to be having a lot of these conversations, but also having a lot of emotions tied with these things and trying to figure out how to tell her mom how she feels about things. And so I think that's what actually kept me watching the show because it was such a slow reveal between those two characters. And I was most invested with their relationship because they're all each other had for so many years. And so that's what I was really the most invested in that they were going to be okay in the end. Mm. And cause there would be episodes where, you know, they were on the rocks with things like that. I guess there were just, again, aspects that I felt like they were very real. And I guess that's a weird thing to say about fiction, but they, they felt realistic with how they were portraying these struggles that again, probably some people make those types of choices. Yeah. yeah. So trying to empathize or understand those types of choices I thought was very worthwhile because all moms have choices that they do make when they're raising their kids so true I thought for me one of my favorite dramas last year was um birth care center and I mean it's basically just a drama full of moms new moms moms who have been around the block before like it's just moms 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 and they're all different and kind of like what you were saying Sky like the different choices that you make and that that's the whole basis of the drama is is the idea that there are all these choices that you have to make and that you feel like whether it's true or not in every case all these decisions are going to have like this big effect on your children's life and on the outcome and who they're going to be and so like you know breastfeeding or bottle like swaddle or no do I like what all the different what kind of food I eat what kind of you know things I drink and stuff and it was just very realistic and yet I mean it's really and it goes over to the top and a lot of things as well but the things that they're dealing with are so real like all the all the decisions all the things I was like yep I've been there yep I've been there I did not perhaps react in the way that they're reacting but like yeah and like you said that's maybe not the choice I would make in that situation but it was an option and like do I you know and just how moms can get judgy with each other but then they can also support each other Hmm. even when they make different decisions and stuff so I I really appreciated that whole drama showing the different moms and the different mom relations. Somewhat related since, since you're the only human mom of humans on the podcast, human mom, we're all humans. The only human mom, the rest of them are all like, robots. Oh. <laughs> not, not me, not me. <laughs> I was going to say related to that. Have you, have you personally dealt with like the mom judginess, like mom, 
mom to mom judgy stereotype or whatever there's definitely like i used to take my kids to a um like there's sort of a government sponsored like play group almost like a daycare but you have to take your kids yourself right and you can't leave but you can go and sit on the couch and have a coffee while your kids are playing with other kids and there's workers social workers who are like looking after them and stuff but like just sometimes you'd be there and your kids just playing and having fun and somebody'd be like oh like my kids walk was walking at that point like oh. why aren't they walking yet oh. and you're like because they don't like it's <laughs> just that's that's how kids are with my first I read a lot of books about breastfeeding so I, I wanted to you know do breastfeeding and stuff and then but like it's a really fine line between this is what's best for me and like coming across like you are making the wrong choice because you are not doing it and then we had like it didn't work for me a hundred percent so I had to go to bottle and formula and stuff and how failure I felt about mm. that and then how judged I felt by some other people well like you must have just done something wrong because like Ugh. breast milk doesn't dry up if you're doing it right and I'm like mm. well, I does. guess I did it wrong but like yeah, whatever you know okay. I'm like, Sorry. I, always, I always hate I, that one because I'm like you know it's actually important that the kids being fed Right. So, like, and it was about you, but starvation for kids, not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just, and I mean, and with all three of my kids, it worked differently with all three of them. So, they, you know, one did both for like a year, and one gave up the breast at three months because once he tried a bottle, he was like, I am not working that hard when I could just have a bottle. He never went back. Like he like no. And then the third one absolutely refused, would not drink from a bottle ever. And he thrived and was like, you know, and I mean, people will tell you that like breastfed babies don't like have weight problems older in life and stuff. He's my fattest kid. So like, I'm just saying like, you know what? Also, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, I know. Because, it's like, you know, in, you know the before thing. there was formula, there were still larger people. So, right. So, and, and I get where some of it comes from because there was a lot of like, there was a lot of weird stuff. My mom told stories about like, because I was surprised that my grandmother, um, my grandmother died of breast cancer. And I was surprised by that be- after I had read that, like, breastfeeding decreases the likelihood of you getting breast cancer later in life. There's some whatever connections there. And I was like, I mean, she was a Mennonite with eight kids. She breastfed like crazy. And she was, and my mom said, no, she didn't. She bottle fed because at that time in the like forties and fifties, it was really stressed that breast was not the best thing because science has made something better. So you Mm. need to formula feed all your children because this is the good thing. This is the healthy science thing, right? So like, it just goes through these cycles, right? It's like, everybody feeds the breast, but we need formula to like help the people who can't, but now we want everybody to formula feed, but now we're back to the breast. And now it's like, how about we just feed babies? Let's just, let's just feed babies and just make sure babies get fed. That's, and you know what? Make sure children get fed and make sure, like, let's just make sure... Every, make sure everyone that would be good. Let's, let's, like let's, a great you know? plan. Mm-hmm. I, I, I also, everyone. yeah. 
it is possible to do. <laughs> I, I follow this <laughs> this one Twitter, and it's basically the Twitter name is "Has Jeff Bezos Ended World Hunger Today?" And every day they just tweet, "No, no." <laughs> like he could, but no, <laughs> no. Why would you? Um. So another uh representation of motherus not to say the best but like also maybe the best in the situation that was handed to her um is the movie mother by um bong joon ho parasite guy Mm. um and it's about a a mother whose son is developmentally handicapped and he's accused of raping and killing this girl and she knows that he didn't do it and it's Mm. basically her trying to get the cops in this small town to not accuse him although they're kind of using him as a scapegoat Mm. and just the lengths that she will go to to Mm. make sure that the the person who is the actual perpetrator is condemned for it yeah it's a it's a sounds intense yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tense like thriller kind of crime thriller-esque but um it's really good i think i watched it on hulu possibly so it's like out there as a you can find it somewhere um mm. but yeah just she's older too it's because he's a bit older but like you know it's just like it's just her they're poor they live in kind of you know one of the like outskirt like small towns and the there's not a lot of police force Mm. and it's kind of one of those things you can obviously tell that like um the people who were saying that they saw him were just targeting him because of discrimination and it was the easy thing for the police to do and so that kind of drives the mother's storyline too and it i liked it it was a very interesting story and i think it's Mm. it may have won a couple of awards too it's definitely a one that people talk about a lot so there's Mm -hmm. definitely there's some audience for it but Mm -hmm. you know it it's a a good look at another take on a um, mom yeah i i like well one more i'd like to mention okay um my idea is gangnam beauty Mm. Mm -hmm. uh the Mm -hmm. lead character's mom um so supportive so in case you don't know what Mighty is Kingdom Beauty is about, it's essentially about the main character throughout her childhood and on into high school, throughout her entire childhood, um, severely bullied for her appearance uh, to awful extents. And so she makes the decision to have plastic surgery and her mom is very supportive of that, not in a weird way it's in a way that she just wants to help her daughter survive and thrive in life in a very in a very appearance driven society like yeah um it's not because she disliked the way her daughter appeared or any of like you could tell there was a lot of nuance with even her making the choice to be supportive of those things but she she really just wanted the best for her daughter and the her husband who is a nice father figure all these things was very against the plastic surgery uh later on eventually becomes more accepting but it takes a lot of effort so even when the mother and i don't even quite remember it's been a while since i watched it i i want to say that she 
I don't remember if in order for her to do the surgery, she might have used her own money or she did. You know, they kept yeah. it like a separate thing from the father. Like a separate so the, fund, so the father would father didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and I, it was she left like to go to college before, like mm-hmm. you know, it was like the plastic surgery and then college. So the dad never saw. Mm-hmm. So so even though like you could, it wasn't just an ideological support. It was the mom also like mm-hmm. the money for it too, and then. I feel like even throughout the healing process, she made sure to be there for her daughter and stuff. Like you, so you could tell it was just every aspect of support, but just because she just really wanted her daughter to have a good life and to stop being bullied. Like you could just tell she was just tired of her daughter being bullied. Um, So I just, I thought that was just a really good, it was a really good mom decision just all throughout. And then you could tell as, as things got revealed to the dad later on when he does see her after those things, there are tough points where the mom has to still stand up for why she supported, you know, yes, we did it without telling you because this is why. And so like there were difficult moments with that, but the mom was always very supportive, but like, again, nothing felt fake about it. It wasn't weird. It felt genuine. Um, and even through all those struggles with the dad and stuff, it was very, I'm still going to be here for you. We'll figure it out. And it wasn't ever a, we're going to break up as a family or anything. It was always like, you know, all I'm, I'm trying to get him to understand. Like she was always working on that and stuff. But the main thing was that it was tough for the main character. That's definitely what you're seeing. But it was, you could tell it was very difficult for the mom. And she just wanted her daughter to have a better life. So I just thought that was, again, another window into people's choices and support and things that and that's that's part of the reason why I really really enjoyed that show um because plastic surgery is something that people can be very biased against for various reasons and but then a show like that makes you makes you see a whole nother side of that Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And how it's incredibly necessary for some people to feel the, just the discrimination or things like that. And, and no society should not be that way, but in order to survive in the society that we're given, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought that mom character was very good and real feeling. I know mm-hmm. all my like, she's real feeling, but. No, but that's the, what makes good characters, right? <laughs> Is that they're somehow relatable or. I think and, like the like what she had to deal with she actually came to the like most realistic and the most willing to accept the actual right path for it even though it was non-conventional and mm-hmm. understanding that and also kind of understanding because it's it was like really bad to the point like this was a essentially a life or death issue um, mm-hmm. and there was no way to get around it if there's no way societally to get around it and I think that, like, the show really showed that the mother was doing that because she wanted her daughter to live. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's that's very much how they showed it. Yeah. So. I think that's, like, some of the moms that I, I think of, too, when I think of good moms are the are the like the vengeance justice moms, the ones who like, like an angry mom where she's like, she has to protect her daughter. Something's going on and I got to protect my daughter. Is it 
absolutely ridiculous that this like 30 something year old woman is pretending to be a high school student. Yes. But like the motive behind it where she, you know, or like the guardians that, that driven by vengeance and justice for your child. Mom is not one that we see a whole lot, but I like, I, I feel like sometimes that's more the, on the evil mom side, you know, they're, so it's nice when you get to see them as the protagonist, as the, as the good mom, mm-hmm. putting that kind of energy into it. Cause we were in my book club, somebody posted something about, I, I can't remember what it was. It was like, what kind of shifter romance are you? And he was like reading the little things. But when I read it, I thought it like the font was weird. I thought it said sniper. Are you what kind of a sniper are you? And then it was like, and I went with like the bear one. Cause I was like, oh yeah. Cause like I, I said, because like the only th- reason I could imagine picking up a sniper rifle would be to protect my kids. Like that's like, that's it. And they're like, it's shifter. And I'm like, all right, I'm still going with fair oh. and family, but like, like font yeah, choices, I'll people with, make good I'll, ones. I'll stick with bear, but you know. <laughs> so are we going to move on to evil bad or evil moms? I will evil say my moms. I will say my first question is like, what makes a really good quote unquote bad evil mom well it's like, it's like okay are, are we going like a realistic bad mom or like a mock jang funny over the top well, we're it's like we're talking the moms drugs. you love to hate versus the moms you just straight up hate you yeah, know what i mean like there's some that are people. fun to watch and some that are hard and horrible to watch and it's yeah. like you're just like, evil you know, i don't want to watch you like, like if we're talking about like you know abusive moms or like neglect that's just like that's too realistic we know that exists but if we're talking like boys over flowers with this like <laughs> the, evil the gold the standard blood, bad like, mom. literally the but prototype see, the i would say that ideal. that's bad like if you can't portray because like like yeah. i'm sorry you're gonna have to per- if you're gonna portray good characters you're gonna have to yeah no 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 characters. I, I, so like i would say that like the more realistic or more like you can understand why they are mm. that way mm. is the better evil character as opposed to yeah. just I, like cartoonish we, like a couple of episodes we talked about something in the rain where mm-hmm. yes, yeah she's an evil like mom but she's to the point where she's actually it's a terribly written evil yeah. mom because they, i think it, they made it unrealistic I think yeah, it depends far. on like what, what, way, way what, too far. like what you're I think it'll depend on like what what type of show you're watching too. Like if you're having like a mock jang over the top evil mom in a show that's not like that at all, that's just shitty writing. Like mm-hmm. but if you're, you know, watching Boys Over Flowers, you wouldn't expect the evil mom to just be like benignly neglectful, you know what I mean? Like you would expect her to be okay for no reason like uh, i want but, to stand in defense of the boys over flowers mom okay she is very very well portrayed like True. i really like the acting yeah. well, she does she well but up those scenes she i never man i i don't even quite remember is what i'm gonna honestly say but i feel like there are parts of it that i was like 
That's valid. Sometimes she would pull something pretty valid. I actually think that most of the time she was valid and you could see because it was a product of her upbringing and that's like, it it wasn't just because she was that way to be that way. Yeah, Um, right. Whereas, uh, so I'll bring up one of my choices to just bring up and it might be an example of a bad, bad mom. (laughs) Secret Garden. Yes, I was about to say Secret Garden. Like, just you have no background it's pretty left field but she is gonna stick to those guns of being awful like Mm -hmm. and and the main problem is so much screen time so much screen time unnecessary to where it's uncomfortable and so if there had been so i feel Mm -hmm. like the boys over flowers like portrayed very well for boys over flowers mm. and yeah i felt like there was there was reasoning with it there was yeah like, she was a multi-dimensional character with also, reasoning comparatively to like all the other crazy whacked out characters That's she true. had the, she was the most she was realistic <laughs> out of all of them was, yeah which, which i love that she's like the prototype for like the evil mother you think boys over flowers but at the same time you're like she's not the worst <laughs> no she's not like, well because, and i think that's one of the things for an evil mom is that if she's when she's sort of evil on behalf of her kid like even if she's making the horrible choices but she's making the horrible choices because she wants her child to have a good life she wants them she wants to protect the company for her child or she wants to you know when it's sometimes they're just it's more like uh, you can't marry that person because it reflects poorly on me or whatever and you're like yeah. ugh, that's not good momming like at least still be a good mom and you're totally evil you know like when they're when they're evil but they're or bad but they're trying to be good like they they think they're doing the right thing for their kid whereas there's some of those moms like there's no way they think they're doing the right thing for their kid they just don't care about their kid you know and, and like like the secret garden mom i feel like there's crazy. there's some line where she just jumps over the line of i don't care if I, it's pretty much i don't care if i ever see him again yeah i yeah, want to be like, right I, I i want things to go the way i want them to go and i don't care if i ever see my son again because of it it's like yeah that's a choice and there's no even reason behind your choice and that's just weird yeah, so like not good mommy <laughs> i uh i always i know i talk about this show a lot but five children the mom in five children is great Okay, like the actual, like the main character who becomes the mom to the five children. Delightful. But the guy that she's marrying's previous wife's parents, that mother, needs a fucking wake-up call from reality. Like, she's insane. She's like, okay, like, finally, there's like, you know... It's like the whole, the typical where it's like, oh, like, I really, you know, oh, like, oh, I think this coworker of yours is so competent. But then as soon as he's like, I'm in love with her, he's, she's like, that wench, like, she's yeah. terrible. She's a horrible person. And you're just sitting there like, okay, like, yeah, girl. I had, I had a few dramas that I wrote down and I was like, both, like, they have both one great yeah. mom and one real, real bad mom. Mm-hmm. And like, that was yeah. one of them. 
and like oh. mother of mine was another one it was like a, a weekend or two and it was like the the one mom is a great mom she's raising her her two daughters and she's raising her niece and as a daughter and she's a fantastic mother and then there's the mother that you know abandoned her daughter to be raised by her sister-in-law and she's a horrible human being and you're just like yeah Oh, so bad, so evil. Do, do you know who I want to elect as the worst mom? The girl from Romance is a bonus book. Where did <laughs> go? Yeah. Okay. She. I'm not. I'm not saying she wins, but like, but she doesn't deserve the love that she gets. In no, she the does. General drama first, mm. like. She nobody talks about it, and it's really messed uh, uh, up. To be, to be honest, it's like it's not like her as a character is doing. It's like it's all in the fault of the writing. Yeah, because yeah. like it's like the writer forgot she had a kid halfway through the series, and yeah, you just like, never hear about this like, kid ever again. And you're like, what mom would like not think about her kid in all of these? Because no, because in the beginning, there there's a small aspect of it that's like. She's not telling her daughter that she's going through all these tribulations, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like I, I, I'm, I can, I can get down with that. I see that as a choice. Yeah. That's a valid choice mm-hmm. because of X, Y, Z, or whatever. Yeah. And then like, oh, we're gonna totally drop the daughter off the face of the planet. Um, there was like drama there. We had like feelings yeah, like, towards like, this. Like, the she lost she didn't all have of a- her motivation. Is like <laughs> lost because like. She was literally trying to get a job so she could pay for her daughter's yeah, school. Yeah, that's like the money you never hear about the daughter's, daughter's school. Well, and and you I never mean, hear about listen, her again. If you if you flip it and you look at it a different way, like in most of these dramas, like a lot of the time the the dramas, the the evil mom is the one who abandons her kid because she wants to get remarried and like and you know, and she has to like get rid of her kid because he'd never marry me if I had a kid, right? She basically does that. Like if you look yeah, at no, it, except, flip except, it, she <laughs> sends her kid off to school so she can get with a guy. Like here's what I just realized. Across, like uh, but what I love is he never makes that part of the equation at all. Like he never mentions that. Like he would know. Yeah. He well, actually, kid. I, I was actually trying to remember just now. I was like. Did they ever have that conversation? They like, where she actually... No. She never no. once mentioned her kid to this guy. And she... But, like, he knew that the kid existed. Yeah, they were too, like, like close and best friends. Because he right. knew everything yeah, like... else. Like, there's no way you just, like, magically don't know this kid. Who's, like, fairly old. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, the she's, moral... like, in early high school. The like... moral... Impl- and, and I think that's... <laughs> I mean, there's other issues with that drama. But that is the biggest flaw... The moral implications on both of the main characters that the daughter fell off the face of the planet is actually very, very bad. It's like it's very concerning. Forget, especially <laughs> when they like show that the the her dad is not in the picture, so he's not giving any of the money because there's like a point. Don't they confront him for the money? Yeah, that he like the... spent on the house or something. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's with his other kid or whatever because he's like already remarried. Oh, just <laughs> a mess. And I don't understand why no one brings it up. Like, we are the only people who I bring don't understand it up it. about that, too. Oh, you know, it's such a, like, would I ever recommend that show to someone? I actually would because of the book aspects, sadly. Yeah. 
but it would have to be someone that was already into dramas enough to be like yeah just look at the book side and some of these other just characters well here's also the very biggest problem about this entire thing is that it wraps up about being with your siblings and like being with your family that's like yes wrap up of the whole entire story and you're like <laughs> but the here's mom the is not with the family <laughs> and has literally made the kid did, the long lost kid did you guys you never expect... see her you never see okay at the very at the very end when they're making that move now that you bring it up when they you could tell they were drawing those you know that thematic clothes right I, I was really thinking, like, at the very least, give me, give me, like, a video phone call with the daughter. Right. So give yeah. me, give me, yeah, give me something about them, like, announcing the relationship to her. Like, you, you gotta give me some interaction with the daughter at the very end if we're talking family. And they didn't even do that. You got like, nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> Oh my god. I, I remember being very shocked about that whole thing. I was like, because like they made it such a drama that she needed to get the money to pay for her kid's school mm-hmm. and was literally becoming homeless because of this instead of just bringing her kid home and putting her in public school. Like, and wasn't there like one point, like maybe like that the kid was sick too? And so yeah. that was like a concern of her at one point. Yeah. And then oh. I don't think we ever got the conclusion of like no. the daughter. Got better. And it's like so. So you would think like you know, she's doing all of this for her daughter, like that she would mention to her daughter, like, oh, by the way, I have a boyfriend now. Well, and that's actually why. That's that's not the only reason why the relationship is weird. But that's the fact that the show then then is just like, yay, the relationship. It's like I don't really care. I care about the daughter. Like. I was really like, concerned like, about the daughter. I want to know what happened to this daughter. <laughs> I need a sticker that's like justice for the daughter. Like I don't. I'm sorry, I don't remember her name. If she was ever given a name, I don't, no. I don't think she even that's was true. given a name. Like I don't remember anyone mentioning. I don't even her. think she was gave, even she given was like a because... child actor that we know. Like she wasn't even given. No, <laughs> but she definitely had a name because I remember that being one of the points when she was trying to get back into work was that she had lost her identity as a person because she was just oh my gosh i forgot so that so mom, right. right so that's that a huge was... thematic thing too so like, she lost her identity because she became a mom to the kid blah 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 oh my gosh and so she takes back her identity by getting rid of her kid <laughs> she's an evil mom just saying just saying and shouldn't like it be about like the kid like justice like for like <laughs> exposing this like terrible societal thing and like bringing like because that's part of the reason why she does a lot of stuff so shouldn't you like not like your whole story is basically we didn't actually like fix that societal problem we figured out that you literally just have to like forget about your kid and then that's it should have just honestly they should have just killed the kid right they should have had that she died of like a why horrible did she disease even need a kid and she was in you I know in debt for, for the hospital bills or something like that <laughs> if you didn't want to have the kid have had the same thing if it was she got married and then she left work to become a housewife wouldn't it be the yeah, same it it type of thing yeah still worked with because no she could have you know what right there have that be the motivation she left to be a housewife and 
they had fertility issues. She never could get pregnant. He left her for somebody else who he could have a family with. And she can't get back to work now because she's never done anything for a decade. Done. Done. And you have the whole rest of the movie, the show is exactly the same, but you don't have this glaring mistake of like, missing child it's like they're kids in the philippines i have never seen such a bad continuity issue in my entire life it's like it's like they switched writers and the new writer like didn't know that there was a kid yeah Yeah. like that is just like oh i forgot there was a kid in this well you think somebody on the set would have been like there was a kid so much yeah. the actress is like so to the she's to the director so is my motivation here the fact that my daughter and he's like you have a daughter and she's like yes <laughs> <I> remember <laughs> Oy uh, i forgot how frustrated i was with all this. i just found up um, <laughs> I just went to go search to find her name and I did find like a Reddit thread about like the how like they were judging her for not even Skyping the like daughter um and then <laughs> it was just on uh it's N-I-S or Nisha Nisha blog N-I-S-H-A-B-L-E blog dot wordpress.com it's just a little snippet on like Google when you like search romance as a bonus book daughter also, Kang Dani's daughter, I assume, plays a huge and important role in her life. Yet we only really get one mention of her before she she's forgotten about for the rest of the series. Uh, Nisha Bull, you're with us. <laughs> yeah, and one of real one of realistically, us. moms don't just up and forget about their spawn. It no. doesn't work like that. No, it does not. <laughs> not if we're like not. led to believe that like she's a good mom. You know what I mean? Because like the, well, the yeah. we're led to believe show... we're led to believe she's a very warm. That's the thing. She's a warm, caring person who yeah. is like emotionally invested in all these coworkers' lives and just all these things. Yeah. No, it just doesn't make any sense. No. No. Bad writing. Okay. Bad writing. Unless I'm there was unless she there was her some kid for a dick essentially. <laughs> <laughs> If that's exactly what it felt like, though. I mean, plus, plus. I mean, my my other main issue with that relationship. I'm just gonna say it. There were two sibling like to begin with. I know it was no, weird. They, mm-hmm. they definitely mm-hmm. failed she, that. She like, was right way in. better with the other dude. She yes. was way better with the other dude in uh-huh. every stretch. It, like, yeah, it was every in, in like dialogue. So it wasn't even like uh the two actors were just missing the mark on like that no it no was it was everything it was way. written that way and you're like like she literally the, i mean we're going way, way into this into spoilers but there's literally she has a meltdown in one episode because she finds out that he likes her she has a meltdown yeah and yeah. it's so upset because not because she likes him and it's not even like a, a meltdown that you can tell that like she's like oh now he like I have feelings and he has those feelings no. and like that sort of thing. She literally, you could tell she was like, I can't do this. I love him so much as like a friend and this is going to ruin yeah. everything and him as a person, not just like our relationship, but like him as a person and how am I going to deal with this? Cause I have all this other stuff going on in my life. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like the worst person in the entire world. Cause I somehow like, like let him, him on it. Yeah. like a literal meltdown in the street. And then it was like, mm-hmm. now and then she's like, me. Oh, but he's cute though. 
and, and then he just just because he was all about it all of a sudden <clears throat> yeah that's what we're doing it's like oh, there's man. so much sometimes i, I forgot you don't I forgot. have to go there I forgot that the daughter was the cherry on top of that mess. I really did forget. Well, so did but she. So I guess that's the world stuff was so good. Oh, you know, I, I got I got another one, another bad mom. Oh no! <laughs> I hope I don't another, get refrustrated at this one. <laughs> another oh hey young. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> She's in the like a, like I would pair this up. It's been a really long time since I watched this. So like I, I kind of don't remember a lot of things, but the both of the mothers in uh Wild Chive Oh yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Wild Chive Your Promise that they're like terrible and you uh, there's like parts of it where you understand why it's that way but like mm-hmm. they never actually it justify it and then they also yeah. don't even like they play off all the like years of like torment and a, like emotional distress that that like once like thing had on them the the kid and it's like okay we're back to being fine and you're like what no <laughs> like yeah. you're like and especially in like another oh hey young because this girl just had something incredibly traumatic happen to her and incredibly embarrassing for her. And the mom makes it all about herself. Yes. And yeah. It's, it's so about like, just the and mom. And you're just like, oh, you're like, yeah. what do people say about me? And you're just like, she just got left at the fucking altar and you can't, but like, she's too embarrassed to even tell you. And she's just sobbing by herself and you're just mad at her. Like, yeah. Well, oh. it's definitely one of those things like, However many, you know, half the show later, finally figuring out you're an awful mom and trying to do better. It doesn't fix any of that stuff. Mm-mm. No. no. You have to it's, actually, it's good that you know now. But you have to actually work but you towards fixing it. Still, you can't just yeah. say, I know I did yeah. wrong. We're, we're good now. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Wild Chives, uh, the, the basic plot is that uh, the two leads, are when they're like very young gets pregnant and it's like causes this whole thing so like you understand the stressor the parents make it all about them and for 16 years these kids are tormented to the point where the main girl goes to america and has plastic surgery Mm. to change the way she looks and then comes back Mm. and it's like like things happen also to like further emotionally damaged like these kids and they were like the nice kids like they, it was I stopped literally... watching it at the time jump because I, I like I, I had to stop watching because I liked them so much yeah it's a uh, the kid from um oh he was in jugglers he's the the really great smiley like yeah, he smiles with his eyes and you're like and he was that character is as a kid in high school mm-hmm. and then it's the girl who was actually in marriage not dating she's placed the mm-hmm. friend mm-hmm. but yeah like oh gosh that like <laughs> i binged and it ruined me and i was like i hate you all <laughs> <laughs> you know i, I when... i'm going to give a possibly controversial answer oh, oh okay go hit us hit us hit us yeah yeah, yeah. so i'll preface with i enjoy the drama you guys know okay. this when the weather is fine mm-hmm yeah I, but i mean i will say it's an example of a character that does things that i would not agree with you know so i will preface all those things 
and they do give reasoning later on for things so at least it wasn't just a left field choice they explain hmm. later on i suppose but i i struggled a lot watching how much trauma was inflicted upon the lead yeah. character yeah. by the mom for years and years and years and even throughout the show you're seeing even more trauma happening mm -hmm. it was all very awful mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. it, it was all just very bad i just i the whole time i was like that's a bad mom like oh, yeah, i just yeah. kept thinking that's yeah. a bad mom <laughs> it's one of those like bad moms you, again you kind of understand what's going on but she still didn't do anything right so just because the person there was some justification on what like was happening so doesn't mean that you can't still be abusive or wrong to other people just you don't give it like a pass on those type of things and they kind of I tried to was... make it have a pass because she yeah. had that history and you're like yeah it's a terrible thing but that does not negate what you did to your daughter yeah. what, what what kept I think what kept just amazing me about it throughout the entire when they kept having interactions and stuff and then you would see all this past stuff I'm like how did you think I mean you made your choices whatever as far as certain choices but the way she handled her daughter specifically how did you think any of that was okay like you pretty yeah. much ignored the existence of your daughter for like a decade or whatever yeah and then you pretty much tried you were trying to be strangers for the rest of your life and you were thinking that wasn't going to affect her like in what mm. what universe yeah. do you live in where that's how people react to family to doing yeah. that like that doesn't humans don't mm. work like that and i just I would say she's also terrible to her sister as well. Like she forced her mm -hmm. sister oh, to man. Man too. And so like that became an issue. So like then the, the sister was also kind of like forced it. Like she should have said something, but she was also forced in this really weird position that wasn't her doing. Yeah. And then she had to be that way to the daughter forcibly yeah. because of her sister. And oh yeah, yeah, just no. <laughs> yeah, even that relationship was like became a a bad thing because of the mom's choices. And yeah, she was like this catch, like she was caught mm -hmm. between a rock and a hard place. And then I, the sister could have made other choices too. But like it was, the mom messed up so many things with everybody's relationships, and nothing ever really fixed. And you no. you wouldn't really be able to fix any of it because of the trauma. Yeah, and I'm not saying of the like the wrong done of like the illegal stuff that's not even it i i cared so much less about like her being in jail and stuff than i did the trauma that she was causing her daughter and her sister mm -hmm. like yeah. that's what i was mad about yeah yeah and then i yeah then also the the mom you could you didn't get a lot of that because you know she had already passed at this point but like you kind of got some glimpses on like yeah what it actually did to the mom and the mom was then having to care for the daughter who's in jail, the daughter who's like now in this position with like the granddaughter and just trying to make it all work. And it just. Mm -hmm. So good drama, but like, whoo, and the whole yeah. mom, the whole mom plot. I actually had a lot of problems with mm -hmm. like, I wasn't, I was never, it, it's a warm drama, except for all that. I yeah, actually exactly. really struggled it's with like, all of that. If you, if you skip through all the mom stuff, the rest of it's really 
lovely but, and warm, but like, but yeah, you 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 need it to inform exactly what on earth is going on with the main character because she has and, all this trauma. Like, oh you my know, gosh, watching it the first time, yes, you need all that. Watching it the second time, you can fast forward through those scenes because <laughs> you already know, so you can just you know. I'm just gonna yeah, get back so to the book club. Trauma. Like, you know, if you think so, about just like the like differences, it's like. The trauma of her mom being in jail, the trauma of what actually happened, but like not actually re- knowing what happened. So she only knows what she has been told, told, which is the fake stuff. The trauma of um, then being in school and the the school finding out. And so the trauma of that, which then leads to another trauma with the, the best friend character. And then like, it, it obviously affects her at the even when she's older, which is like, actually, like, I think that's a really great thing that they show how it has affected her. So they oh, like, yeah. sugarcoat <laughs> that, but yeah. like to the point where she can't even do her job that she loved and was passionate about. And then it's kind of forced to go back to her hometown where she's still the kind of, not like she's like so much the pariah because the town is kind <laughs> of actually really great, but like still had some like deep seated, yeah. like the resentment of, being in the town and you know like just know the knowledge of things and just uh it's a roller coaster and a like a like quiet you, show yeah <laughs> like you could tell that she wasn't comfortable being in the town and stuff mm-hmm. not because of the people of the town but because of her trauma and her past and everything mm-hmm. with her mom and aunt and all these things it was it was very suffocating emotionally when you're living through that plot line in yeah, my yeah. opinion, like they did a very good job making it suffocating, but whoo, wow, I I really didn't like that mom. I say all that to say yeah. I really didn't like that mom. You know, because she the, messed up so many people's lives, so many people's yeah. lives. One of the moms that I didn't like, which is I don't know, maybe other people. It's been a while since I watched this drama, so like maybe I'm putting things on her I shouldn't but the mom from Are You Human 2 who built herself a ro- replacement robot son. I was trying to remember that one because yeah. it's been so long this is a, like the a example weird... of the badly written ones because yeah. it's clear the writers did not know how to write for more than one female character at the time and if you actually watch that show there are parts when someone's doing good and then they fall off to be replaced by another one so it's like the mom the main female lead and then the second female lead and they all just keep falling off and it's drastic falling off and you're like who this is messy you can have like all three of them be great at the one time like it was like the mom was like really great and then she was not really great randomly and then she (laughs) i mean even just the, the base concept of like building yourself a replacement son is a little and and make him look exactly like your son but then like That's never weird. having contact with your actual son and like and that being fine for you until it's not <laughs> fine anymore and now I need more and now I need like it, it just yeah it yeah it kind of not good maybe they were trying to do kind of like the the Frankenstein's monster type thing where it became like it was like great in the beginning and was a place of need emotionally but then it gets weird 
yeah. towards the end of it, you know, like it's like it's past because she's not dealing with that stress or like dealing with that trauma. It just manifests into being weirder and weirder and not okay. Yeah. I blocked out aspects of that drama in my brain. <laughs> I mean, there are parts of it. it he is phenomenal as playing yeah. two different characters. I, I really, he does a phenomenal I job think, with it. I think I was right. blinded a lot by just I think the secret the secretary was always cracking me up for some yeah, reason. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then the the just watching the dual role thing and then so aspects. Good at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not and I'm not even saying all the aspects of the League Girl, because obviously there are lots of problems with that that I didn't see at the time. But I I was like oh you know she does fighty things that's fun like i was blinded by some of the fun Mm -hmm. aspects of the character but mostly i was like this dual role thing's really cool like i was mostly like ooh, shiny and like he was so good and the ai guy was just cute like as far as yeah like his mannerisms and like that's a cute robot that's fun but then like no realistically like there's a lot of problems with it Uh, but I, I kind of forgot about the mom when when I was making my list I was I couldn't remember enough of the mom I was like I feel like the mom was weird in that I can't remember her enough yeah, I guess see, I just thing. remember like, there, there were being times she was where I was really like, good Ooh, no. <laughs> yeah. and then she did she just like and she she was gone for a big part of it right well yeah and then yeah, there was because also she went to like take care of be. the comatose real son like Oh, yeah, it was like you have to go be the son she actually raised. Yeah, he's a robot and she doesn't actually give a shit about him mm-hmm. in favor of the son that she had a bit. Yeah, and they did this weird subplot about like her because she was so good at like robots and the family hated yeah. her so much that she was kind of like this targeted person no matter what. Like it was targeted within the family, but targeted also like people wanted to literally kidnap her for her mind essentially and like or like like get her to go away so that they don't have that advancement of robots like they made it that kind of like story that like it it got really messy and then there were parts (laughs) where you're like i understand why a drama that had really good women though was um search www but it also had a really really bad mom in it like that ceo mom was horrible and like not just i mean she was really really horrible to her daughter-in-law which is pretty horrible to her son to yeah. not treat him well. And she did not, she didn't do things for his betterment or for mm-hmm. him to be happy. Like she didn't care. She was just doing the no, things she wanted she to do, you know? didn't want to have kids and was forced yeah. into it because of the, the societal role and like an heir. But she was the one who wanted and knew that she was better than every male that was attached to that company. Mm-hmm. And I think she just resented him the entire time. So she's a great character. Yeah, she's a she's fascinating a bad character. mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like that. See, that's some well-written bad mother. Yeah. 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 You're just like, oh, like she's a bad mother, but it's not just like evil woman, bad mother, and it's just like, <laughs> no, like you understand, she doesn't want to be a mother. She was forced into it, and she thinks her son's an idiot. Is she wrong? No. But like, there's no why she's like that. Like, you can see why, you know, if you're gonna make a bad mom, 
make it obvious why they're a bad mom. Don't just be like, because she not follow rules of a woman. <laughs> mom. Like, no, you gotta make it make sense, guys. Like, another one I can think of, which is like, it's one of those where it was like, they try to make this character seem sympathetic, but at the end of the day, you're like, no, she's just being an asshole. Uh, is this little show called Virtual Bride, which I really love, um, where basically it has a girl who is like a former idol singer who does like a reality show where she goes to be like the fake daughter-in-law to this like traditional household that's like really well-known traditional household who makes like this very special kimchi and like the mom thinks she's an idiot and like she's like fake married to like the son who's like a mathematics professor and the mom thinks that this girl's an idiot because she you know she's so like flighty and sort of a bimbo but like she's well-meaning you know what I mean like she's not the smartest but she's very kind and anyway eventually like the mom likes her because she realizes oh like she's actually a good person but she's still like but you, you can't be with my son because reasons <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like what what reasons because she doesn't wear a handbok every day. Like, I don't, like, because she doesn't have her master's de degree. Like, what's wrong with her? Like, and so it was, it was that sort of thing where you're like, you're supposed to be like all sympathetic because like, oh, this like bimbo comes in from the big city to like shake up your traditional conservative household. But like, it's a weak like argument to like, but why would you be mean to her? just because of that like hey you know what i come from a family where my grandfather um they i'm not even sure i think he he died before i was born but like he i don't think went to my parents wedding um basically because my dad had a beard and mennonite men are clean shaven so my grandfather was not a part of my mother's life from the time that she got married to the time yeah. that he died and, and uh like, yeah they don't like, they don't actually give like a reason for why she would hit like at first it's like the girl's clumsy she's kind of stupid she doesn't know how anything's going so the woman's frustrated with her and the woman doesn't want this show to be happening but like her son agreed to it so like she has to sort of go through with it right and so you can get like the frustration but as the show goes on you're like why are you still being mean to her like she's just trying to be nice to you and she's a little stupid but that's not a reason to hate someone anyway work on your motivations writers <laughs> mm. it makes yeah the show's really cute though i have to i have to admit like it's i love it's like one of those shows that i'm like is this a good show no <laughs> like, but did i really enjoy watching it and have i watched it more than once <laughs> I have one more mom to add to the not so great mom list. Okay, hit us. Again, sorry if it's controversial. Uh, true beauty. No such thing. Oh, hell, fuck that mom. <laughs> that mom is the worst. That mom is the 
worth. Like, talk about a mom who just, like, decides to, like, ignore one of her children for the other two. And and takes no time to try to understand. Disgusting. It's horrible. It's horrible. The favoritism. Like. Awful. awful. Is. And. Hate it. When the daughter is bullied to an awful degree, not being able to see the signs of that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure there are also plenty of very realistic dramas that show parents not being able to see the signs of bullying. So I'm not trying to make light of yeah, mm-hmm. very serious things. Within the context of a slightly silly show, or maybe even a mostly silly show, the bullying plot was actually a very serious thing within it mm. and again to the point where it, it's not it's not as heavy as my idea is getting beauty as mm. far as a life death thing but it's getting close to that there mm. it is close to where and the mom being completely oblivious really for no reason yeah it's not like Okay, she was busy. She was busy with her job, being s at her salon or whatever. But that's all. It's not like there was this valid reason why. Cause, cause it's because it, she still it's, had time to pay attention to the other two kids. Lives. Right. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's obviously a favoritism problem, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. and the favoritism problem never goes away, either. Now, whenever she does figure out she missed the, like, whenever she finally figures out I was, that she missed out on the bullying thing, Mm -hmm. she is very apologetic and devastated. At least those apologies did seem genuine. She she knew she messed up to a very decent degree, I guess. But the favoritism, like, she never apologized for the favoritism. Like, she never fixed the favoritism. And then it's like, and she never, what really bothered me about her character is that like she never she kept trying to take away as punishment the things that her daughter found important and tell her that nothing she found important was worthwhile and so it's and never never asked her daughter why makeup was was so important to her her. never 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 dug deeper on why that was a thing i mean i'm glad an apology happened but i was still like I I I see no room for favoritism ever. (laughs) I don't even do favorites with my dog children. Like that's a no. I don't play favorites. So with humans, no, we don't do that. Do we have any other awful drama mamas? Um, it's okay to not be okay. Mm. Oh yeah, feel bad, mom. She's a cartoonishly bad mom. Yeah. She's a terribly she's a, written mom. She's a bad, <laughs> bad mom. mom. Oh, oh, Jen, that show like, could have been so great if you hadn't I have know. done that. Jesse's yeah. reliving all the rage that oh, she the experienced. Rage. The rage. Uh, a, ter- a terrible plot point in an otherwise great show. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, so, completely. And I mean, and you know what? So if you in. just. She's a real bad mom. Like she's, yeah, a, no. she's a bad, bad mom in the past. And like, and that part is sort of well written. She's a very narcissistic, like she had a child to be an accessory. It's not mm-hmm. 
she's mm-hmm. not good. So like on many fronts, bad mom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One that's sort of like more, like more funny, but I remember ranting about it a lot. I love this drama and it's a cute, warm drama, but like I remember ranting about it is Beth Chicken because his mom seems like a really nice person. She's a very, very nice person, except for she's she hated being a waitress and she is obsessed with the fact that her son wants to run a chicken restaurant and she hates this for him. So she can't convince him not to run a chicken restaurant. So she opens a chicken restaurant of her own around the corner in a better location to try and drive him out of business. And I'm like, this is not good parenting. Like, just no. So do we have some recommendations for our own some drama recommendations for our own moms well, suited to their tastes. Now I can say, if you have a mom like my mom, Jugglers was a big hit. <laughs> <laughs> she loved Jugglers. So uh, if your mom- She also to- she also really loved whatever historical that you can't remember whatever what it is. I, it. I don't know what it was. One day I'll figure it out. She's loving her private life. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I think my mom, my mom died before me or my sisters found K-dramas, but I feel like, yes, her private life would be right up my mom's alley. She would have really liked that. <laughs> I think my mom, like she, I remember her kind of being interested in search WWW because uh, I was at her house watching that. So she kind of like was interested in when I was like watching it. But I really think a good drama that I think a lot of like parents in general would like is hospital playlists. I think that's oh. a really good, like yeah, like if if your parents like like ER or something, yeah, like, mm-hmm. hospital playlist would be a fun one. Yeah, I would say would like giving like the the big rotating cast mm-hmm. ensemble um shows are like really the best because that's yeah. kind of close to what western shows really do you know you have your main mm-hmm. people but like for the most part you have a lot of characters and so like things like that like i could also see oh my gosh why am i blanking it oh my gosh this is the worst how am i blanking this <laughs> i'm not even going to tell you what it is i'm going to look it up and you can like trash me because of yeah. why i'm forgetting the name i think if like if you have a parent that likes like like cop periodicals like law and order and stuff the show live would be really oh Mm -hmm. yeah 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 live or any of the like shows that are the like asian equivalent so like the good doctor or um destin uh, you know criminal minds designated designated survivor yeah Mm -hmm. or even suits now that i think about it well, that's more my dad. Shoot. <laughs> my dad really liked Leverage. I think he would like Korean Leverage, too. Korean <laughs> Leverage was really fun. Like, Korean Leverage, it had the spirit of the original, which you gotta yes. love. Yes. I, so, my mom's on my Netflix, um, and basically what I did was I just went into her profile, and I just added what I thought she should want. That's on. very that's smart. A, that's I very do smart. That. <laughs> yeah. do what were you going to say, Jesse? Do you want to even guess? This is just, like, 
this is when I say that I don't remember names this is like a prime example of me not actually remembering I'm like I'm not joking about this Mm. I will give you a hint I'm pretty sure I said it before as a like a good drama for non-k-drama watching already people it's older older that makes it harder. <laughs> no. I mean, oh. out of the older, that like would be the mo- one of the most common shows for people to talk about that I would have liked. Oh. That you would have liked. <sighs> I don't know. I want to say like Signal. No, older no. than Signal. Okay. But Signal's also a very good choice. Like I think yeah, my mom for, would like yeah, I was Signal. thinking with the periodicals and stuff. Because my mom like always watched like some of the like darker shows too. Like she, mm. she was mm. the one watching the X Files when I first started it. I put because this is a first life. I'm on my mom's Netflix list now, looking at all the stuff I put on it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I'll tell you, it's Coffee Prince. Oh, Coffee oh. Prince. Oh. oh. Yeah. Hey, I understand blinking on that. I do. Yeah. It's like you can see the entire drama like flash before There's, your eyes. I, I feel like I feel like I've done that. I've I've done that with Secret Garden before. Like I've tried you to did. say the name. Well, that's yeah. the problem. And then like what happens is that like my brain starts to like short circuit and then I will never be able to tell you any of the other characters' names <laughs> either. Like right. I could tell you Gong Yu now because I looked at it, but like He's one of the if, top actors, and I would still forget the name. I'd be like, oh, it's, that guy. It's like you're in a room of your mind, and because you don't get the title of it, it just all starts like pixeling away. Done. Like, yeah, of melts. course, like my anxiety's yeah. like, Jesse, Jesse, just you're stupid. <laughs> no. What are you doing? I understand. Yeah. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> so, so what I wanted, what I wanted to recommend my parents when they asked me that was like my hollow love because I actually think they would get a pretty big cake out of it but when they're I I didn't want to throw a Korean show at them when like they're new to Netflix like if my mom were around when we were getting hooked into k-dramas she'd be big on weekenders I feel Mm -hmm. like like especially the family weekenders like never twice Mm -hmm. and father is strange like I feel like those would be her jam because there's Mm -hmm. lots of romance but there's also family shenanigans and stuff Mm -hmm. I think she'd also she'd think she'd want to watch Sagooks because the costumes right she'd be (laughs) like these are great and then when she got into them she'd be like no what like she'd probably be like oh is this like like korean rotavon lee or korean like like, little house in the prairie which just like to say they should do that like not every person in korea in the joseon area was living near a palace like some of them were just living in a nice little village having normal like family little house on the prairie shenanigans so dude give us that sagak that's why i liked 100 days my prince it yeah. was the little yeah. town parts that were the yeah. fun parts yeah right? like i just think that would be a, so I mean, good like, little like joseon and the so prairie will make it fully fake i just yeah i would say that like right now airing youth of may actually would be something mm. i could see my mom really liking i could see my mom really liking naviera too Mm. yes my mom would love that another one that i think my mom would like is 20 again um is that is that somewhere 
Yeah, it's on Netflix, but I think it's called oh. something different on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, oh, wait. Right. I think it's a different one than the one I'm thinking. It yeah, might be I 20 again think... on Netflix. It's, I feel like it's like one of the first choices you get when it's A through C. Second 20s is what it's called on Netflix. Um, ah, it's, yeah. It's a very, very good show. Like, it's about a woman who basically got married right out of high school and got pregnant and um, then just spent her whole life being a wife and mother. And then her husband decides he wants a divorce. And so she doesn't know anything. So she decides to go back to college Mm. and gets accepted at the same university as her son. It's so good. It's so good. So what you're it's saying so is in this one, she she's able to recapture her personhood and remember that she has a child? Yes. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, wow. Yes. Not even just remember, have a relationship Actively with said a- child. Yes. Huh. Incredible. Huh. Like, you know, at first you know, at first he's not that into the idea. <laughs> really? No. Uh, can't imagine so why <laughs> but uh no it's it's a really good show and it's it's very sweet and it just good mom character good mom good mom terrible, <laughs> terrible ex-husband just just, just garbage you know but anyway i do recommend i think i think my mom would like it and i think lots of moms would like it well we hope that you, if you have a relationship with your mother, called her on Mother's Day yesterday and said, hey, if you, if that's the sort of thing you do, uh, or, you know, and even if you don't have, you know, I know some people don't have a relationship with their mom and that's fine, but I hope that like you have like a mother figure in your life or someone that you can, you know, sort of appreciate for, you know that sort of role that they bring to the world. And if there is someone like that in your life, I hope that you wish them a happy Mother's Day. Uh, Or if you're that person, happy Mother's Day. I hope it was nice. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we hope that you're staying safe this week. If you want to become an official sponsor of this podcast and keep, you know, these incredible episodes that we've got going that definitely don't meander all over the place and we definitely don't get sidetracked and talk about (laughs) lots of different things, whatever, you know, if, uh, if you want to become a sponsor of all this hilarity, uh, go to patreon.com slash certified Nunas to be joined the official certified found family, uh, and just people listening to this on the day it comes out we are having our first found family movie night tomorrow so that's gonna be pretty exciting we're you know we're starting it up again it's gonna be a good time anyway uh if you want to listen to us in other places we are everywhere podcasts can be found but if you need the links to everything and want to you know check out the time codes go to certifiednewness.com where all of the episodes can be found anyway stay safe have a good time this week you know keep it loose keep it limber keep uh keep the good juices flowing and uh keep watching and listening to asian entertainment all right have a good one bye bye, bye.